Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. New player in town. Wollongong City GWM Havel. Visit them for a test drive today. Welcome to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Ah, thank you, Elton. Welcome to another Saturdays in the Gong, broadcasting from the wonderful Wollongong Golf Club, coming to you through 1575 Illawarra Track, 1170 in Sydney. On the first hour, you'll get it in 1170. Then we're on the SEN app, Fox Sports, Matt Russell, joined by the Illawarra Mercury's Mitch Jennings, proudly wearing a cap, re- reading Run the Damn Ball. Is that directed at anyone? Not directed at anyone in particular, Matty. It's just setting the tone as we hit finals because that's what it's all about, Matty. Just run the damn ball. It's all been said, <laughs> all the other fancy stuff. Well, everything's been done. Everything's been said. It all just comes down to the very simple act. Run the damn ball. Plenty of Mentality. NRL ahead, Geno. We'll get through the three games so far. Look ahead to the rest of the second last round. Tim Barrow will join us to talk spring racing, basketball, World Cup. The Boomers out of the blocks with a big win. Matt Campbell, our very own Matt Campbell, former Boomer, will run us through that result overnight. The Rugby World Cup is looming large. Toby Dawson is going to drop by and talk to us all things rugby. Football with Jordan Warren and lots of fun along the way. I've had fun already this morning listening to a news report that said the Kremlin is accusing others of lying. That, that gave me a chuckle, but that's, that's with Potsy and the news breaks that we have during this great show. Get us on the text line 0457 736 736. 0457 736 736. We have one already from Pete, all the way from Penrith. Morning, Wollongong. Are the Warriors now everyone's roughy? When they are on, they are very hard to stop. How good have their home crowds been this season? They've been extraordinary. That would lift any team. You're right, Pete from Penrith. The Warriors doing really well. We'll get to them in a moment. But firstly, let's start by banging the gong. Thanks to Avcon, our new sponsor. Avcon specialising in industrial and response projects. Think waste management. I reckon you've got some waste management that needs looking after. Well, I recycle a lot of it, I can say. A lot of it's aluminium. <laughs> I'll put it that way, Matty. Emergency spill responses, industrial services, water rescues. Oh, that sounds like me. Key projects, avconprojects.com.au. Ryan Burke and the team at Kaima, thank you for your support. So banging the gong, thanks to Avcon. I want to play this as my bang the gong. In the final minute, here she is, centre field. They go through the hands for Nathan Wong. Barry, chance, Margot Vela. Gifts the Tigers uh, the Dragons some good field position in the Harvey Norman replay. The first real time we've seen Tegan Berry chime in on the left there. And Margot Vela scores a four-pointer off the back of it. That was the Dragons taking down West's Tigers in NRLW last weekend in the final minute. And to set the scene, 16-all, Racine McGregor receives the ball right in front of the uprights. You're thinking field goal for your life. But she sends it through the hands to her left. Uh, 
Tyler Nathan Wong plays her role perfectly. Tegan Berry likewise. Margot Vella goes in. Great result. Great theatre. Continuing a fantastic NRLW season. That is my bang the gong this week, Mitch Jennings. What about you? Oh, indeed. That was a big one, Matty, just on that. I guess they had to win that. They held him scoreless for an entire second half. And I really liked the way Racine McGregor, speaking to her after that golden point loss to Canberra, she admitted that it was on her and she got it wrong in some of her decision-making in that golden point extra time a week earlier just to go and get that done. And to get Margot Vellard across. Now, Matty, this was what's interesting. We know the antics of Jamie Soward in the coach's box. If you're sitting <laughs> here and it's, we, it's all very familiar with it, but even in that, it's still very confronting to hear him screaming, Go, Maggot! <laughs> at the top of his lungs. So I checked with who that is, and that is Margot Vellard's nick. Now, that goes, that's got to go down alongside like Germ, Simon Wolf, or Grub. Oh. All these great ones. What's a packet of Sigsworth, Waltzing, <laughs> Matt Hilda, Maggot? It's the greatest nickname. Margot Vellard asked. She said, no, I've got three older brothers. It's been called that for as long as I can remember. So there you go. Well, I suppose Margot's. You know, when you look at the got three older, That's what I said. It's quite logical. If you've got three <laughs> older brothers and you've got a little sister called Margot, well, Maggot's going to come up, isn't it? So uh, uh, she embraces That's one of the great nicknames. I'm banging the gong on one of Wollongong's own, one of the best. I'm really excited to see Sammy Goodman get back in action. Matty, he was announced he's going to be fighting on Tim Zoo's next card in October. It'll be Tim Zoo's first world title defence because he'll be elevated the, the minute Jamel Charlo Walks into the ring against Canelo yep. Alvarez in September. It'll be his, so it'll be his first defence of his WBO title. He hasn't yet got an opponent, Sammy Goodman, but he will be keeping busy and taking a bit of a leaf out of Timmy Zoo's book and, and going to stay busy despite the fact that he's that mandatory for the world title. I think he caught it this week. We're a bit like Batman and Robin on these cars. We just keep getting it done. So I think he was hoping to be Batman on a Wollongong card, <laughs> uh, Sammy Goodman, for that uh, that uh, super bantamweight title bout, but obviously against Marlon Tapalis, but he's fighting nowhere in a way for a massive fight, so he's just going to have to wait a little bit for his opportunity, but back in action, Sammy Goodman, one of our favourite sons, so I'm going to bang the gong on Sammy Goodman. Well done. Now, what's Sammy Goodman's support crew called? The Mad Bunch. They are mad, aren't they? They're, they're mad. And, and my Mental. boys asked me, they're great Tim Zoo fans, they saw that his next fight was locked in. I could tell them the date. I couldn't tell them where it's going to be staged. Can you? Oh, I can't at this point. No, it's, it's yet to be confirmed as well. As I said, we were we were hoping... Wind Stadium. There were genuine... <laughs> no, well, we'd love to see Wind Stadium. There were genuine plans to see Sam Goodman fight uh, at the at the WEC next door here. Uh, had he headlined that fight for that world title against Marlon Tapalos. But as I was sort of saying, Tapalos, he's, he's going to take a unification bout with Neuer in Uwe, So that's off the table for a little bit. So Sammy will be fighting somewhere else. But now that he's going to be fighting on the Tim Zoo card, I would love Wollongong to host the Tim Zoo uh, card. How a, big would it is be? Is it Australia but at least? Or? It will be Australia. This one will be Australia against Brian Mendoza. So it'll be in Australia, but they're just going to still figure out the venue. It, you've got it's got to be a big venue, right? It's like got to be a big venue. Like it was, they, they easily packed out the last fight I was there, Matty. They packed out the Gold Coast Convention Centre, um, which is perhaps slightly bigger, but around the same capacity as, as the WEC. But You're thinking I think for a world title stadium. fight, I'm thinking big. It's big. Especially when you look at who else they could, might end up being able to put on that card as well. I mean, they've announced the two Could Allianz or Suncorp be possibilities? They could be, I would suppose. I mean, they'd look at all, all the options, I suppose. But it's a Sunday afternoon card as well because, obviously, that's when we beam into America. So mm. they'll look at a lot of options. Kudos in Sydney is always a chance. They haven't typically taken Timmy to Melbourne a great deal. So I don't know. They might want to get down there and 
build a bit of a base there. He's fought in Queensland a lot. Obviously, he's the king of Sydney. Uh, he fights in the Sydney Kings, <laughs> Sydney Kings that, venue quite that, often that, as well. That so, might be another of the options. So I think yeah, Kudos would be. I'd, I'd certainly be thinking Kudos would be up there. I've watched him fight there a couple of times. Well, Kudos uh, capacity about twenty thousand, right? So so I'm wondering whether he has outsold Kudos Bank Arena now, Tim Zoo. Could he get thirty for forty thousand for a world title fight? Well, yeah, it obviously depends on the opponent. Unification look fight, at. I mean. Be well, because certainly, oh, certainly if he ever gets to a Jamel Charlo That's again, right. that grudge match, if they could bring that down here and that ever came up, um, I, I think it's Jamel Charlo's about to go up and get absolutely demolished by Canelo Alvarez. So I imagine he'll be, he'll be back down at uh, a super welterweight pretty soon. But I, I think it'll depend on the opponent if you were going to go that large. Brian Mendoza, is, he's uh, in the same position as Tim Zhu as far as being the interim WBC holder, which is one of the other belts Jamil Charlo currently holds. So it'll be, that fight has potentially become a unification type fight. So Timmy could go from being an interim to a unified champion in the space of a fight if it all sort of falls that way. Uh, but with with the opponent, I don't know if uh, Brian does would have the draw to really pack out, you know, a, a Combank Stadium or, or something like that. But... You know, it depends who they, they... It's any number of people they could put on it. Maybe Jason Saab and Zach Lomax. There you we go. Heard, we heard there this week go. Matty Russell was an interesting one. I know. I don't think Lowy's had any dramas with Jason Saab, but I, I do know he's keen to get in. But Who might, would win that fight? You, 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 you mix in these circles. Oh, well, look, I haven't seen enough of either of them, Matty, to know. I know um, Lowy hanging around. Hunch. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Sergeant Wilson was a really good mate of mine, and he's been in that corner. So I'm just going to go basically... I'd back Zach early on just because I know the calibre of people will be around because he's been doing stuff with Brett Harriet and Tyler Sergeant Wilson, who's obviously a, a pro before. And he actually spends a lot of his time these days down at uh, on Windang Road in uh, in freestyle MMA's gym with a bit of Joe Lopez and Alex Volkanovsky. So, mate, I've got to back the Wollongong boy. Absolutely. I reckon, I reckon Saab would float like the butterfly and I reckon... Uh, Lomax might sting like the bee. One would have the footwork, the other might land the, the punch. He'll come down to the ticker, mate. We'll see. They're both, you know... They're both outside backs in footy and they do a lot of grunt work, so it'll probably come down to that type of stuff, I'd imagine. Well, we're here. I'll, back, I'll, tell, you one, I'll tell you one thing I will say, Matty. Zach Lomax's gas tank, mm. elite. Elite, okay. elite, elite. So that's one area I'd probably be backing him as well. He's one of the fittest human beings in rugby league. 0457 736 736. Where should Tim Zoo's October fight be staged? Give us your preferred venue. We're here thanks to the Wollongong Golf Club, Impact Garage Doors, impacting homes for 20 years, and the Illawarra Mercury. Head to illawarramercury.com.au. And as I mentioned, Avcon, time to talk Friday night footy. To set it up, let's have a listen to this. No set restart. Sloan forced the ball. No, he did. They certainly had the gift of gifts, Warren Smith. The Warriors home 18-6 against St. George Illawarra. Adam Fanua Blake absolutely butchered a try in the first half when he didn't ground the ball properly. Nonchalantly looked certain to score, but in the end knocked the ball on after a, a lackadaisical put-down. And then he ended up being gifted a try when Tyrell Sloan tried to scoop the ball up rather than grounding it. Strange night, three tries to one. I reckon there are about four tries bombed 
as well. But the Warriors get it done in front of 25,000-plus again at Mount Smart Stadium at Eden Park or Mount Smart for the Warriors come home finals time. Uh, other talking points last night. Fanua Blake, more than 200 run metres. Charles Nickel Klukstar, eight tackle busts. Adam Pompey, the other try scorer with those aforementioned two. Sean Johnson, two more try assists, careering towards the Dallium in the eyes of many. Blake Laurie. Now, Mitch Jennings, yes. Blake Laurie, 23 runs, 177 metres, 48 tackles. Since Jack DeBellin went out with suspension, Blake Laurie has said, Dragons, get on my back. I'm going forward. Mate, there's a reason people are anointing him as a future skipper of the club, Matty. I've said before, I think he has state-of-origin capabilities, and people laugh at me. I don't know if it's just because... I don't know if it's because appearances. I don't know, because he obviously does... He, has, he looks like he's more out of the Winfield Cup than the Telstra <laughs> Premiership, but... But Blocker... As a bloke, as a player, everything, nothing not to like about him. And I think he's, you're right, he's been absolutely outstanding through this period. And talking to him, Matty, you talk about a lot of the question around the Dragons players, do enough of them care? Are they invested enough? He, the mate, now he cares for the club yeah. and wanting to play finals and wanting to get it back where it should be. It just drives absolutely everything he does. And we see that in his performances last night. I'll tell you what, I don't know how many tries you'd score with 13 Blake Lorries, but you know, you'd certainly be in every contest right to the end because, yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal leader, phenomenal performance again. Luke Metcalf did his hammy for the Warriors. Sad, given he missed the first half of the season with exactly the same injury. But Tamare Martin returns this weekend. He'll come back through New South Wales Cups. So it could be perfectly timed that Metcalf goes out. Tamare Martin comes in. Uh, where should the Warriors play that home final? By finishing top four, they'll get one at least. Um, what are you thinking? Mount Smart or would you like to see Eden Park used? Which one's the bigger, Matty? Eden, Eden Park, Park's obviously. Much, much well, bigger. Much, much bigger. But, but the clubs, so, it's the traditional home. They've been selling it out all season. Do you say, well, mm, for consistency and continuity? No, Matty, I say, you go, I definitely think you go to Eden Park. I think there's not even a question for that because this is more than the the Warriors going well this year. This is rugby league in the entire country of New Zealand. This is And it's slap bang in the middle of, of Auckland as opposed to South and significantly. And you've got to remember too, this was a this was a country that didn't get any NRL action through COVID. We all know about the sacrifices the Warriors made to keep the competition afloat and keep it running in recent years through COVID. They've come back, they've rewarded their fans who just kept supporting them from afar. I think this is a celebration beyond merely the Warriors and beyond merely Mount Star Stadium. I think the biggest venue you can possibly get, you, you put them in. If Penrith and the Broncos are the top tier, where do the Warriors rank in your mind? Like, obviously, they're second or third tier. The question is, do you see the Warriors being able to upset those teams I just mentioned through the finals, the likes of Brisbane and Penrith? I see them I see them being able to do it once. I, I find That's all I like need that. to do it. Well... That's what I mean. But like, I'm talking about the path through the finals, oh, Matt. Yeah. You just say, you're just saying that they're just. I'm talking that that big performance where they're going to take the big one off a big team. They're going to need one. Okay. They're going to need a lot to go right for mine on the way through. I don't think they're going to be able to graft and grind and battle their way through. I just don't think they're quite there yet. And we've seen teams. I mean, there's got to be some sort of caution if we look at the teams that were on the sort of run they were on last year. We're talking Cowboys. We're talking Sharks. They got there into that top four, and then it, all the wheels sort of came off for them at finals time. It didn't quite click the way it had through the regular season. It's a different beast, and there's all those things you've got to navigate. But if they can navigate the first part without 
it taking too much of a toll on them without copying injuries, anything like that. They might have that one performance in them on grand final day that can knock a team off, certainly. But it, it, I think they can do it once. I think okay. they need they need a lot to go right for them to give themselves that, that puncher's chance. And from a Dragons perspective, if you look at uh, coaches' rankings in terms of cents in a dollar, one being lowest, 99 cents being highest, let's say that... Uh, Let's say that Ryan Carr's price was 25 cents when he took over. How much have his stocks risen to the perfect $1 since he took over at a 25-cent uh, interim coach? Well, he's got to be he's got to be nudging it, Matty, because since he's taken over as interim coach, he's probably been playing with 25 cents against people <laughs> with a full dollar, like just with his roster and the way... His stocks have gone from 25 cents to 80 yeah, cents, surely. There's, oh, the way his team is fighting, the way he's, he's handling himself. He's been absolutely remarkable what he's been able to pull out of it. Matty, and I understand the sort of the ride it's been for him because I sit down there and do his press conferences just about every week. A lot of time I'm the only journo there. So I've understood not just the coaching side of things, what he's dealt with as an interim. It's been tougher than your typical interim gig. He's had all the drama around his skipper wanting out and that type of drama. Even just recently, Talatal Moan was back in court with sort of off-field things happening. There's been never a dull moment. He's got a crash course in everything that you can you can sort of deal with as, a, as an interim coach. And... The biggest thing is the the way he's brought that group together. They're clearly having a crack. They, uh, like, it's not not to just knock Anthony Griffin, but under that tenure, just the, the resolve was not there. They mm. tr- they folded like cheap linen on far too many occasions. Drag. We spoke so often about how many games they were in under Anthony Griffin, how close they were, but they couldn't win them. They they folded. There was no resolve. There was a mm. soft underbelly. I don't know why that was. You know, we, it, it's raking over whole over old coals to go back there and try to figure that out. But under Ryan Carr, the way they've um, the resolve they've found, the way they're playing for each other, the way they're getting themselves in these games. It's just remarkable. And last night was one of the most impressive of the lot. I think you said as Adam Fenua Blake bombed a try, but, you know, Junior Ramon, not known for his defence, that last effort to to hold on and de- deny that try probably speaks to what he's getting out of these guys. Taltal Ramon defensively has had lapses and hasn't been one of the strengths of his game, but there he was in that last moment trying to deny the try, kept him in the game, gave him the sniff. It's those type of plays that... Ryan Carr's been able to get out of this group, particularly those young guys. Uh, I think he, he's there's a reason he's in demand elsewhere. Yeah, well, other clubs, Matty. When he took over, he didn't want to celebrate that that Anthony Griffin had gone. He won his first game there at Cogra. It was a very memorable occasion, taking down the Roosters. He's got the team to punch above its weight, as you have said. He's handled the media really well. He's had to navigate the Ben Hunt situation, the media interviews pre-game, the press conferences amid controversy when dudded by the referees. But I like that. I like that as an interim, when he's given a cup the odd spray, I think that warranted, whether you agree with him or not, he felt the need to stand up for his playing Mm. group that was emptying the tank for him every week. And he went in there and he came off the long run and risked the wrath of all sorts of things as an interim coach. You're not going in there as a Wayne Bennett or a Craig Bellamy or a Ricky Stewart and and going in there and, and giving people a spray. You're going in as an interim coach that could really get some blowback there. So I think... In every aspect, I think he's ticks just about every box. And I don't know if he'll be at the Dragons, Matty. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, there is. There's a reason that he's he's in demand around the league. After this, Dolphins-Cowboys. The Cowboys beating Wayne Bennett's team 34-10. We'll chat it next.